Hi, welcome to the WOMCast podcast for BHS by BHS. I'm your host, Colin Doherty, and today at the table I have co-host, sophomore Shannon as always, and special guest, Bashar Abraham. What up? What's up, Rashar? How's it going? I'm hanging. I'm excited for this. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I asked you yesterday, I think, right? To be on. I asked you very last minute. You asked me um no, you texted me like four or five days ago actually. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's really early for me. But then you like followed up with me yesterday, I think. Is what you probably Classic thinking of. Me. Classic Colin. Glad you could join us. I'm, I'm glad, glad I'm here. Yeah, this, this is our uh, first um like very unscripted episode. Um, so when you say unscripted episode, why are they like what how scripted well, are the other ones? Like usually he prints out. Something. I, pr- I like I'll print out. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> What's up with that? Well, it's just. Oh, nothing. Yeah. I love it. Great. Always, always on task. Always ready. Bashar. That's why we love Colin, don't we? Our friendship. Isn't that right, Shannon? Oh, I'm gonna. Well. Bashar, our friendship is based off of us hating on each other, and I'm really interested in how this is gonna play out. Like. I don't think our friendships hate off. I'm based off of Based us off of seeing you two other. together for like the past 20 minutes, it does seem like that. Yeah, but then, no, I can, me and Colin, we have a, we have a good moment. We have, we have a great do. moment. I, mean, I, I love moments. Bashar, we have great friendship. Yeah, it's actually a yeah. very, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's a good, weird because it just started. Like you'd think we've been friends for like a really long time, but I literally just started talking to Colin maybe like a month, two months ago. It's just wow. kind of crazy. And you love me. <laughs> and I tolerate Colin. And so um, That's pretty good me. for like two months. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's up? Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Oh, I'm God. having fun. Wompcast, oh, no. baby. Bashar, you're a you're senior. Senior. President of the student body. President of the student body. And what else do you do? What else do I do? Okay, so I am in show choir. Okay. I used to be in cultural awareness, but my plate was getting too heavy, so I had to take that off. I also had to take off track, which I used to be very committed to. I used to love track. Wish I did it. Gonna regret that. Um, what else do I do? Well, I do want TV. You do do yeah, TV with Colin Doherty. And now you do Wompcast. Now you do Wompcast. Other than that, I make music. You do make music, which is um, kind of why I wanted you here today. Uh-huh. We've had a lot, a good amount of like student artists. We've had um, George, <laughs> George Pengo. Friend. My friend Andrew. <laughs> so we've got a lot of artists. Visionary Andrew <laughs> Um, But I want to do it because my new friend and great friend, best friend? Cousin? Brothers? Bashar Abraham. Bashar, what type of music do you make? Um, I guess I'd describe it as. I don't know. I feel like I'm very early on in the process of making music, so I don't really know if I could label the type of music I make. I make whatever comes to me. That's what I make. Um, I usually take very long breaks when I make music because if it doesn't feel right, I don't like to do it. I hate forcing it. And so, honestly, that's why like I feel like the three projects that I have out on SoundCloud are so vastly different for that exact reason because I, I just really, I like to have a lot of experiences, just like let my life happen. And then when I feel like I'm comfortable to like let that out and express it in music, it just comes to me. So I don't know if I could label it. You called, um, so you have three songs on SoundCloud and you call them projects, which I found interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you think of like, cause they are three very different 
songs. Mm -hmm. um, I think one you could consider more rappy, one you consider more R&B, a little more, a little more soul. Um, why, why are you smiling at me? <laughs> no, just, why? Just smiling got me. Oh God. <laughs> why, why do you think you consider them projects versus songs, or is that just you just said projects um, by accident? I mean, probably just it probably came out subconsciously, but I think. I think I probably would consider them projects. I mean, just like the effort and like the dedication and the stress and happiness that like goes into making them, by the end of it, it feels like a project because, um, I mean, since I do the entire thing basically by myself, like the help of my friends for once in a while, it it takes a while. It, like it doesn't just happen in a week. It's like, it's developed and I'll, I'll let a lot of things sit. Like if you go in my notes, you can literally scroll to oblivion because it's just like a bunch of notes and some of them just have like one sentence or like one word that just like comes into my head. And I just like go to my notes and rush to write it. And especially for Struck, um, <clears throat> the reason why- um, Struck, which is a, your first song. My first song. Yeah. Um, the reason why that one was just so like crazy to me, like other than the fact that it was my first song is because it, the lyrics, like as basic as they may seem, literally were just fragments of a bunch of my notes combined. And it just happened that like it all worked out to like create the song. And I feel like that's how I know that it's authentic. That's how I know it to me. That's how I know it's genuine because it just happens naturally. Like I didn't have to force it for what I sang before. But projects because make the beat, make the song, put those together and kind of do have a project by the end of it. What is the process? You say, you, I know you're sitting on like lyrics and lines and words. Are you also sitting on songs? question. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. I can't swear on this. You can't swear on this? Okay. Uh, Noted. Do you want to swear? I just, I just have to, I have to censor out? myself because I, no, I, I, I can get yeah. crazy. I can we get did, freaky. We recorded something on TV and you swore. I can get it's controversial. I can get wild. Um, um, so, we're talking about so lost. Oh, okay. Um, so I know you're sitting on like lines and lyrics and words, but are you sitting on songs as a whole? I know you said you take breaks. Do you, like do you go from a song, two months off song, or in, within those two months, are you still creating music you're just not releasing? Um, if that makes any sense. I just yeah, I know what you mean. So, around like December to like February, I, my last song come through, I was very, that, that song kind of like came from a dark place because like senior year like really took me for a toll and it's like, it's been, it's been a ride. It's been very, um, I'm very lucky to like have the experience that I had, but it was like hard at that point. And so I was trying to like, just force myself to like put into music cause I knew that would make me feel better. And so it felt right for a really long time. And then when I kind of got out of that slump, I just didn't have the same connection to the song, so I took a break from it. And like while I was like, when I took that break, I was still like making other beats, like making other like music. I made one beat for like me and Mike to do, but like that kind of fell through. I made probably like a couple other ones that like felt good or like what I do is like, I just like have music playing and just like, could be off like Spotify radio or just like shuffle, just like random stuff. And if like I hear potential in it and it comes to me, then I 
like go through with it or like I'll chop it up or I do stuff to it. So most of the time in between, I'm either working on something music related or I'm like creating ideas or like setting like the playing grounds for something I'm gonna release. Back to Struck, which was you're talking so much. No, that's okay. Back to Struck, which was your first song. That was released, what, last, was last summer? Last summer, yeah. How long did it take you to make that song? Because like making a song, releasing it for your first time, I feel like could kind of be very anxious and stressful. It's, it's yeah, it was definitely, I'm very grateful for the response that it got because you don't know what your peers are going to say because my audience at, the, at this moment is family, like the people that I go to school with or the people I know. And so it probably took me, we started working on it, say, June, and then I think I dropped it maybe like July, late July, early July, I don't know. But yeah, that was kind of, that was a lot. Um, the beat, like I, like I was saying, I, I literally was like in my bed like 12 at night one day and just like Spotify radio. Love and Happiness like came on I think and I was just like this is so sick like how is this just a, such a sick song and I heard like the part that I sampled in it in it and I just went through with it and so I say probably took me like a probably like two or three weeks to like just finally go through with making the beat and then recording it I did that in that took two days to like record it to a point that I liked. And then I remember the day that I dropped it, I was up from eight and eight in the morning until eight at night. And I was just editing the song for 12 hours straight. I didn't leave my bed once. I didn't do anything. I didn't eat. I didn't do anything. I was just straight, just editing it. So I really wanted to drop it that day. And then the cover art for it, cause you're like, there's so many like things that people don't even like realize like yeah. you have to put in. You have to like make the cover art, you have to do all that. And so, I had gone to, I don't know if you've either of you guys have been there, the Fenway Victory Gardens in yeah. Boston. It's uh -huh. like one of the like, nicest, chillest places I've ever been. But we like took pictures there and I started editing them because I just like, do that sometimes. And then I edited it and I liked the edit a lot. And I don't know, I just like was like messing around with fonts and like filters and stuff. And it just kind of like came together and that's how I got the cover. So yeah, like the entire process and it's, and, entirety probably like a month or two because a lot of you a lot of the time if you're just like if you're not like fully committed to it which like I was but I wasn't because it's summertime then you just like let like a lot of time float by you have to like really just like buckle down just do it and if it just like it doesn't feel right you're not going to want to do it so yeah yeah two months all right I want to play that song do you have anything to say before we play it uh no okay shout out Marisol shout out Marisol Shout this out, is, oh. Mama, love you. That's it. Okay, this is Struck by Bashari Abraham.
But I had to play cool, like cold, where's this going? Who knows, is it going too slow? Can I creep a quick flex, hit you back too fast? Oh well, oh well Think I'm falling in crush with you Can't get enough of you, it's a mutual There's a shift going on in our systems Who we want, shame on you Fool me twice, you know I'm smooth Tell myself that this ain't worth it Speak those words until it's true Says the clouds ahead, but I can't hear that. I just hear just my love. Now I've been struck. Tell me, love, or did you ever feel good? Excited? Can I have you stay here? That's okay with you? Yeah, why'd you set it up to make it sound like I was leaving, man? I don't know. I've done thanks that. Thanks for coming. I don't know. <laughs> Goodbye. I, 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 I said thanks for coming, and I didn't want it to seem like you were. Oh my God. Oh. God. Bashar is still here, everyone. Don't you worry. You guys can't see it, but I am looking at a set of painted nails Ooh. that Mr. Doherty did him. Yeah. Do you like them? They're kind of off a little bit. They are definitely chipping away right yeah. now. Yeah, I visited but, my brother. You know, I like the color variety. Yeah, uh, for the people listening. Uh, we have green, green light, blue, light blue, blue, red, pink. And pink. Yeah, I wanted uh, a good amount of colors. Um, so I was visiting my brother uh, at college. Any um, reason? You just like felt like doing it? No, no reason really. My brother has them painted. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Go and follow his footsteps, huh? Huge role model in my life. <laughs> Shout out Aiden. Um, but now I look at them. And I get kind of bummed out because I'm like, I feel like more, I feel like everyone should have painted nails. It just, everyone. it just brings joy it, to the it, world. It, it does. It, it does bring it's joy. It's very empowering to get painted nails. I'm gonna oh, say yeah. that it is. Yeah. But then I feel like they're so annoying when they chip off. They you, are. Yeah, I kind of like the look, but I kind of hate the look. It, not to get too like deep already, but like when you came deep. in, when, when I come in with like painted nails, it's funny like 
how many people like stare and like ask questions. And oh yeah, because you're a guy. Yeah, like, it's because there's so much judgment. And it. me and my brother were talking, and we we're like, to us, like we couldn't care less. It was just like they're just painted right. nails. Well, yeah, it's like how does that mean yeah. anything with like your gender? Or anything? Like they're blown like, away that like a straight nails. white guy can like right. have yeah. painted nails. It's like that's really funny. That's the world. Yeah, it's it's just really. You know, so Colin's out here changing these stereotypes, and I love I've it. I've been told before, I'm pushing wow. the- Colin's <laughs> pushing the barriers. I, I, I would have Ooh, gotten rid of them, because like, I don't know. Um, but but I'm keeping them, well, I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna get rid of them this weekend, just because they're chipping away. Then but, we'll get you some new ones. Please do. Um, Maybe but, acrylics. I was yeah. keeping them, okay, everybody's been saying that word to me, I don't know what acrylics is. It's the long ones. Oh no, I don't mess with those. But yeah, that's our little thing about nails. Good segue. Uh, our pick of the week. Talking about nails. <laughs> our pick of the week is "Wish You Were Gay" by Billie Eilish. <laughs> that is Which many people have said to me. No, I'm kidding. Um, but this is our third or fourth time talking about Billie Eilish. I think in the past four episodes we've talked about Billie Eilish, yeah. which is getting insane. I promise you, maybe this is our last time talking about Billie in a little no, bit. No, it's not gonna be. I, I just constantly have new things to say about Billie Eilish. Well, she's like a new artist. Yeah. For, she's very popular for people our age, I feel. So yeah. like, you know, it's valid yeah. talking about her. For people who don't know Billie Eilish, she's 17 or 16. She is from California. She's a new singer. She's very popular. Uh, everybody in our grade, not everyone, I guess mostly girls are obsessed with her. Like, I feel like the level hearing, of obsession with go. Billie is like, in elementary school, when people were obsessed with like Justin Bieber. Yeah. It's like no, people are like sure. that. For sure. For sure. Bashar, you seem to have strong opinions on Billy. Um, I don't know if I'd say there's strong opinions because I really don't even like to feed into like her her demographic, honestly. But So that is strong. Strong already. <laughs> I'm sorry. My thing with her is she's just the pivotal character for what I feel like everybody in our generation specifically is like aiming to be or like everybody like I feel like everybody now wants to be different like wants to like step outside of the box but like doesn't actually want to yeah. because like like you were saying like people were judging you for having like the nails and yeah. those are probably like some of the same people who are like listening to Billy and like obsessing over her and so like my thing with it is that like me and my friends clearly recognize it as a gimmick and I don't know if like it is obvious that it's a gimmick. I thought it was, but like you don't have to put on a show to like drop good music. Like you're a good artist. You have an incredible like out of this world voice. You don't have to like do all the extra stuff to like get your way. Yeah. And it, I hate that. It totally is a gimmick. I mean, I in the past like week or so, I think the first time we talked about Billy, I I only call her Billy. Um, but the first time we talked about Billy, I think I hated on her. I didn't like the song we we're listening to. But in the past week, for some reason, I've been really like my opinion has changed, and I'm all for her. Wow. But it's just her as a person can really bug it me. It kills sometimes. me because it's just like everyone nowadays. Like let's be edgy. Is and, she like, wears like like a spike. Yeah, but the worst stuff. part. Is but it, I feel like it's not. It doesn't come across as like genuine. No, and like, it's like if you have to question the authenticity. Chances and are. I feel yeah, like when sure. she started, I'm not I'm not like a huge fan of her or anything, so I don't yeah, know nothing like, like everything. Yeah, but like I feel like it's get increasing like her level of or like. Oh, cause okay, right. I get that people change. So I'm a like, creep. So when she was like not first starting off, but like when I peeped the gimmick, I like did some research, 
and I was like looking her up and stuff. And she wasn't like the way she is now. Like the yeah. way she used to dress, yeah. the way she used to act, the way she used to carry herself was totally like different than how she carries herself now. And I was like listening to how she like talks in like interviews and stuff. And I was like thinking to myself, I was like, where did this all come from? You're homeschooled. And so I was just like, where did this all come from? But a lot of it is the fact that like, it's like we see Billy, but like behind Billy is like her brother who makes a lot of the music. A lot, like so writes a lot of the lyrics and her and I mean him and the record labels are probably pushing her to go in this direction like you have a 16 year old girl who like has started on like she's not gonna know every move to make she's obviously gonna be listening to people a lot so it's like it's not even worth it for me to like come at her and like like say like oh she's doing this she's doing that like girl get that coin make your money that's priority number one but it's gonna get to a point where it's not gonna work anymore because gimmicks never last and she's gonna have to rely on her own talent, which she has, but it's why so do that? It's so built up. And people aren't gonna know what to do. When, gonna... when she started getting popular, because I think I remember hearing her. It was Ocean Eyes. I remember, I remember Ocean, when Ocean Eyes came out though. Was that summer 20. 2017? 19? I think the song originally came out in 2016 and then blew up the next year. Okay. Because so. I think that EP came out in 2017, the popular one. Because I remember I first heard her because she had a song with the Staples. She's good. She is really good. She kills me because she is good. Like, she has good songs and the voice is insane. And I, I like to usually separate the artist from like their, all their extra stuff. But for her, it's just so hard because it's like, you like feel it in the music. Yeah, and you, you, she's embracing it kind of a little too much nowadays. Yeah. I mean, this new album, um, I mean, I know we're talking about Wish You Were Gay, but I kind of want to talk more about her in general. Um, the song itself, I like Wish You Were Gay, um, even though there is some controversy about it, but the album as a whole, there's so many little things, like you were talking about outside, there's like little like sound effects she does, and it's just like- That one song on her album, which is just her like taking out her like retainer, Heard it's that, like yeah, heard that one. Long. And like, yeah. and I'm like, like how do you? You're not like, don't. I, I know what you're doing. Like, I see you. Like, I see what you're doing, and it's not cute, and it's frustrating to me because it's like you have these other artists who are just talented for being talented and just so themselves and don't get nearly enough hype. But because she has the look, because she fits the mold, and because they push her enough, it's like everybody falls in love with her. And she literally has like a top. 50 on like iTunes I mean, this girl, of her taking she, out her retainer. That's the only sound effect. She's 17 and her first album like went straight to number one. Like that's, it's like I, the last person who like was that young like doing stuff like that I remember is like Lord. Like yeah. when like Lord blew up and she was 16. Like it's, it's, it's like actually insane. Like I, like I was saying this earlier but like 800,000 pre-orders like that's crazy and like to like double the streams that like Thank you, Next Got. Like, that's insane. Like, yeah. doubled? Like, that's insane. All right, I wish I could talk about Alice for so long. I don't. So, yes, let's I would on. love to. Uh, but last <laughs> things about the song, specifically Wish You Were Gay. Mm. I say good. Give like one to five words. What do you think? <laughs> me? Yeah, both of you. Mr. Ellis just uh, messaged sure. me saying to uh, hurry things up. <laughs> um, I think the song's good. Not my favorite on the album, but yeah. you know, it's up there. Yeah, it's good. For sure. I think it's a unique vibe. Don't 
Le- okay, the message is. It's yeah, l- let me say the message for people listening. So there was a controversy because a song called "Wish You Were Gay" is obviously going to have some controversy. Um, people, I think, when the song was announced, people kind of went into it thinking it was going to be like this new gay anthem. It was going to be huge, uh, but then it turned out to be a song about her having a crush on a boy. The boy doesn't like her back, and she's talking about how he she wishes that the boy she liked was gay. And that was his excuse for not liking her. Correct, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah, which I, I mean, I get it. Like, I personally am not looking into it too much because she's like 16, like, couldn't care less, but like. I don't think she meant anything no, offensive yeah. by it at all. I don't so think like, she meant anything offensive. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like she knew that like it I was think gonna spark her. Oh, the label, the label 100% yeah. knew. Right. The label yeah. was like, yeah, this is gonna, yeah. Okay. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> Unless you're Bashar, who hates Bailey so much. Big three. Let's go. On Easter Sunday, bombings hit numerous locations around Sri Lanka, including churches and luxury hotels often used by tourists. The death toll has reached 359 people and continues to rise, with hundreds more injured. The Sri Lankan government was warned by international intelligence agencies that an attack on Sri Lanka was likely, and they dismissed these warnings, and that has led to the Sri Lankan president to ask the country's defense secretary and national police chief to resign. ISIS claimed responsibility for the attack on Tuesday, but the Sri Lankan government has blamed the group National Thoweed Jamath. So obviously that's obviously terrible and yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, God, I feel like we have this conversation so much just because I feel like there's always a new attack. Like the no, it's so going sad. Up, but, I never even know what to say, really, because yeah, it's just like, it, it happens so much, I've already said what I think. And the problem, one of the big problems, is that, like, since it happened so much, we are, like, a new level of, like, desensitized to it. Like, yeah. these are things that, like, when they used to happen, like, back in, like, the 80s and, like, 90s, like, that would, like, stop lives. Like, people would, like, stop what they're doing to be like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. And, like, things would, like, actually start to get changed. But it's, like... Oh, like another bombing? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, what's for lunch? And yeah. it's like, that's horrible. And I'm guilty of it. Like, we're all guilty of it because you can't, like. Also, like, when it's have, not in our it, own country. Right. And I feel like this one only got as much attention because some, like, people from, I don't know exactly, but I know that, like, one of the hotels was, like, popular for Western tourists. And, like, mm. we probably wouldn't hear as much about mm. it if there wasn't any Americans there or right. any like British yeah. people right. or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's that. What's next? John William King, who was convicted in 1999 for murdering James. Jared, Jared Dean is still in the building, come to security. Oh yeah, the speaker talk. That's Jared. the first time we've ever had <laughs> yeah, the speaker talk in the long cast. Okay, okay back to saying? it. So, this guy who was convicted in 1999 for murdering James Baird, along with terrorizing other blacks, was executed this week in Texas. The murder that King and two other men carried out is said to be one of the most horrific hate crimes in modern day America. This crime did help to inspire Congress to pass federal hate crime legislation, but it brings up the issue of how hate crimes are not fully a thing of the past and also the death penalties still in use. So, do you guys have any feelings on hate crimes or death penalties? <laughs> Good amount of opinions on hate crimes <laughs> and death penalties. <laughs> a few opinions. I'll share um, them. I hate both. Yes, <laughs> Not too. a huge fan. I don't know what you guys' opinion on the death penalty is. I hate death penalty a lot. I'm very against it. I think it's very stupid and a lot of money to waste. Um, I yeah, also hate. I think it's 
I think it's pretty stupid too. Yeah. I think I'd probably say that as well. And my thoughts on racism? Not a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, I don't really love it either. Kind of overrated. <laughs> kind of just like, it's just like... Kind of really lame. It's just like, listen to some Billie Eilish and you'll be fine. No, um... Jokes. Jokes? Jokes. Jokes. Yeah. Any opinions on this, Shannon? I mean... That we ha- me and Bashar haven't beautifully said yet. I don't want to go off about this one because... <laughs> go off. No. You I can't mean, go off. I, you, no. Nowadays, when we record the Womcast, I like when we started off, I mean, we had a whole episode on me talking about Blue Lives Matter, I feel like, and I would just like go off about it. But like, now I'm just so like, I really try to caution myself and I don't want to like... I don't you know, know I, I like wanna, read an article on this. He got executed. Last night. Flip out, because I feel like I always have, I feel like I always flip out in Wompcast and I always make a scene. I agree. That's why I don't want to go off. Yeah. Cause but this one is very frustrating. It is very frustrating because people but it's, are, it has like two of those two aspects, I feel. Because it's like sometimes with executions, I'm like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Where it was like such a terrible hate crime, it's kind of I feel like more people would be like justify yeah. execution. Yeah. But also I That's don't agree with that, but like, yeah. It's so annoying that like I hate death penalty. I hate anyone who's stupid and racist. Yeah. And then right. this happens, and I'm like, oh god, I pick a side. And just right like now. solving the problem the side, to solve like racism and hate crimes and stop them. We can't just kill people. Right. Yeah. Okay. Last one. What's next? One. A, re- a redacted version of the Mueller report was released by the Justice Department last week regarding Russian meddling in the 2016 presidential election. Colin did not know about this, by the way. Shut up. (laughs) In the report, Mueller concludes that it did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in the election interference activities, but the report did conclude that, quote, the Russian government perceived it would benefit from a Trump presidency and work to secure that outcome and that the campaign expected it would benefit electorally from information stolen and released through Russian efforts. What the report does not conclude is whether or not Trump obstructed justice. As it says, while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. So, you know, we don't really get an answer to that one. When do we? The report leads to the question of impeachment of the president. And Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi said that if that's where the facts takes us, that's the place we have to go. And impeachment is being discussed along a lot of the 2020 candidates, especially the Democratic ones. And you know, it'd be interesting to see how this carries out because it's a big release. Really annoys me when people bring up impeaching. I know it's not gonna happen. Right. It's not never yeah. gonna happen. Don't get anyone's hopes up, please. If it does happen, I don't think we'd like. America will die. Yeah. Everybody will be killing well, each other. Well, I feel like it's a question of like if it's against your morals, what he did, and like Congress gets to see, or some committees, a less redacted yeah. version of it. So what they see and what they conclude from the evidence, if they think that that's wrong, then yeah, I feel like to a point, it's like, yeah, we should try to impeach the president, but it's also so unrealistic and very hard to do, and it's just kind of like a waste of time in some ways. Yeah, so it's, it's like, really do you, what do you do? Smudge. I mean, we're already, this is already perilous freaking times. Jeez, why can't I be talking? Because I'm trying to hold myself back. Yeah, I swear. Okay. These are already like really bad times, and just impeachment would not benefit the situation, I feel like. No, I don't think so. So, I don't think it's the logical move, and I don't think it's going to help anybody, honestly. As much as I am opposed to our current president, 
Hey. Yeah, especially Sunfish. where there's not like the definitive yes or no. He obstructed right. justice. It's if it said yes, then like I, I feel mean, like it would uh, be a different. And story. well, we have but one year left of like him or up to the evidence. We have like a little longer than one year left. I mean, like I personally. And with all the like everything that's gonna happen in the next year with the elections, it's just kind of like. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't want all the focus to be on impeaching him. I'd rather it go to. <laughs> What's up, Bashar? I just hate I hate these conversations because I hear every week about the stupid thing. You, well, you didn't hear about this one yet. <laughs> yeah, but then I hear about it and it really annoys me because it. I, it I, is annoying. That's I why. Get, I'll talk yeah. to my friends about this. I get really annoyed when people are like, "It's in question. Are we going to impeach the president?" Yeah. Oh, we're going to impeach the yeah, president right now? Right. Is that going to happen? Right. It's not going to happen. After right. all this, like... Uh, yeah, you're, after all the right. horror... The man allowed a possible rapist yep. to go on and, oh, now we're going to impeach him? <laughs> okay, There's for sure. Yeah, I See, I didn't, want, I didn't want to snap. Sure. There I went. It's just really annoying. It's really annoying. No, what are we left with? Pants? Yeah, I know. Sure, yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah, That's let's definitely have really let's have the pass. guy who believes in conversion therapy to oh, be yep. our president. Really let's go for it. It's so stupid. I let's hate that man so much. 2020 comes along pretty quickly. Yeah. And ends well for us. I I, I try to have the Wompcast not be so like hating Trump the whole yeah. time, and like we'll have people who. But our hey, fans, but it's not? it's so hard. Oh, how can you not? It, there's certain times where he, something so stupid happens with the man who's in charge of us. Mm -hmm. It's it's horrible. I have to I have to say something. This man is yeah. Also, stupid. and therefore, it shows how he it could have he could have obstructed justice, but it was more that people below him who he asked to do things didn't do them for him. Yeah. So it's just right. kind of like well, if they said yes, which was your order then like we could have a different outcome here and it's just, oh, yeah, frustrating. Okay, thanks for the three. Thanks Trump for doing this to me, making me angry. Bashar, you've been waiting for this. Whoa. Two truths and a lie. Ooh. I'm I excited. excited for this, yes. I win them usually. Shannon? I'm scared, I don't know. You Colin usually, always wins. You usually lose so them. No, because you always have your friends on. Right? Bring in your friends, man, okay? Okay. Bring in Declan, bring in Declan. <laughs> Let's hear it. Me first? You first? You're the only one You're who does this. Oh, oh, I'm the only person oh, who yeah, does it? Oh yeah, only special guest does oh, it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. See? Yeah, you're, you're a strong listener, it's fine. Give me a little. All right. I met Bill Cosby once. I'm the youngest in the grade. Bashar is actually my middle name because I don't like my first name. Ooh. Ooh. Those are good. You said that they weren't good, but they are good. Those are good ones. I don't know your birthday. Bill Cosby came out of your mouth. I'm like, whoa. Bill Cosby. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would be random to make up. But I feel like it's so random where like... You that's that's a true. Where would you meet that's Bill Cosby true. though? That's a true. Yeah, where'd you meet him? He can't make that up. Or if he did, I'd be very impressed. Especially in the past, like, 18 years, where'd you, or 17, you might be the youngest, where'd you meet Bill Cosby? He's just walking along, you know, okay. Just walking along? Not saying anything. Okay. Okay, wait, what was the other option? So, he's the youngest, no. middle name's Bashar, Billy Cosby. Hmm, I feel like you don't know his first name, for sure. I thought I knew his first name. Wow, we're really testing the friendship here. But, like, 
but, but strong I, and Colin doesn't know anything about me. Yeah. Now. How how would I know? At least I just met you. Right. Okay. He met my Bill Cosby, man. Which isn't that great to know. I, I kind of hope you didn't meet Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that's the lie. Uh, no, I'm going the lie is you're the youngest. Because I feel like... That's what I was going to say. Because, like, you kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I'll you, go with you, that you, you look mature. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like there's some kids in your grade who... Final answers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going... That one. Yeah. You're wrong, oh. losers! You're a little baby, aren't you? I am the youngest in the grade. I was born August 31st, meaning that if I was born... I was born August 31st at 10.27. So if I was born an hour and 33 minutes later, I would be in your grade. You could have been in my grade? An hour and 33 minutes. Grade. No way. the oldest in your grade, then. That's so weird how it goes from yep. like youngest to oldest. Just that, because yes. that's the cutoff date. You could have been in my First, grade. That's been so grade. funny. I'm so Oh god. So Wait, which one's true? I mean, so which one's a lie? The lie is that, um... We have Bill Cosby. My middle name. Oh. <laughs> okay, I should have known your first name was Bill Cosby. Yeah. I met... Okay, so I'm gonna tell the Bill Cosby story because I said it so you guys would be like, what the hell? But, it was my aunt's 50th birthday, like... I'd say like... Please don't be recent. Eight okay, years cool. ago. Okay. Well, like, no, he wasn't. He wasn't like Bill Cosby then. Like he was still like Bill Cosby. Ah! And so he had a comedy special because that's where we took my aunt to go, and he was the main main guest. And um, like he was funny. I mean, he was and Bill Cosby. He's a comedian. He was funny. It was a good show. And then after everybody was like waiting out because like they were waiting to meet Bill, and we were like it was me, my mom, my aunt, two cousins, and my brother, and. We're all like, oh, we're not gonna like meet him with everybody else in here. So we like went outside and went down the street, I think to like either go pee or like go get something. And then we were so extra, so we like had a limo waiting. And so we had walked back to where our limo was. And like as we were walking back, Bill was walking, and then we met Bill Cosby. And it was yeah, how was he? Like, how was he before without knowing? <laughs> he was. I want you to say he was really good and really nice, <laughs> and I really support him. Oh, okay. I want you to say, I want you to ruin your music career right now. No, what was he like? I actually want to know what he was like without was, without knowing. He was a character. I mean, he was very sure of himself. He was very, he was very there, very uh -huh. present, and can definitely just he said he like he seemed very wise and like he knew a lot of things, maybe a little too much. <laughs> Is that why he's your biggest biggest music inspiration? Okay, so <laughs> making sure that that's known that that is a lie and that nobody ever believes anything. Okay, like so that. we're gonna leave this episode gonna... knowing that. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, we're running out of time today for this episode. I would like to thank sophomore Shannon. I would like to thank Bashar. Uh, oh, horrible noise to do. And if you have any questions, feedback. Opinions, give us something to talk about. You can call 857-302-4031. That's our uh, Google number, I think it is. You can talk to uh, us. No, you can't. You just leave, leave, leave a voicemail. Did anybody left a voicemail before? Yes. Yes, we've had people Not leave really. voicemails about Alex saying like they're huge fans of Alex. Not even joking. We, 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 yeah. we, we, we have huge Alex fans. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening.